911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. If this past week has triggered you in any way, if this past week has resulted in you needing to vent to your spouse in ways that you never have before, if this past week has caused you so much upset every single time that you scroll on social media, if this past week has caused you to avoid social media altogether, good for you, If this past week has caused you to start to look up new information that you never knew about before. If this past week has caused you to reflect on just how much power and control you do and do not actually have, then this episode is for you. Today, I want to talk about the F3 response. If you're not familiar, the F3 response is our fight, flight, or freeze reaction to, cer- to certain situations. These certain situations are ones that cause us threats. These are situations that cause us or could potentially cause us physical harm or the people that we love. And as you listen to this, I'm just going to go out on a whim here and say that your initial F3 response is probably to fight. And mine is too. What the heck does that have to do with the election? I'm going to explain that to you. It wasn't until I understood my own emotional trigger to threats as being an F3 in the fight mode that I was able to understand what I could do as a practicing discipline in order to make sure that I can better enhance my own personal F3 response. Now, how do we do that? The best way for us to do this is to be able to, number one, we recognize what our own F3 response is, and number two, If your F3 response just so happens to be the fight mode, we need to do what's what's called a, a pause period. Now, in every situation, your pause period is going to vary. We can do some some scenarios here. Let's pretend that somebody has sent you an email and you have that I'm like fuck you response. That's the first thing that comes up when you read this email. The first thing you want to do is to blast out the tips of your fingers on that that laptop or that computer, maybe that phone, and to respond right back to them immediately because they need to know that they were wrong. In practicing, dis- practicing discipline with this particular F3 response, that means that we need to have a holding period. And that holding period for me in particular is 24 hours. For you, it will be something different, whatever works for you. But I know for me, I need a full 24 hours to kind of calm my shit and to not want to sock the person on the other side of that email before I actually respond. And that doesn't mean that we're not allowing our truths to come out. What it means is that we allow ourselves that emotional disconnection before we take action. Now, granted, there are many situations out there where our F3 response doesn't allow us a huge window of opportunity in order to react. Let's pretend for a second that you get home And your first response when you walk in the front door and you see shit all over the place and it's apparent that somebody has broken into your house is for you to start clearing the house. Before we do that, we need to take an emotional step back and we need to pause. And that moment of pause for you is going to be different depending on the circumstances, depending on your awareness, depending on that energy that's bouncing and reverberating against your skin in the universe when you are in such a heightened state. But it's important for us to recognize I just got triggered 
into my F3 response, number one. I need to pause and assess the situation quickly, number two. And then I need to ask myself, what do I need to do now? Maybe for you, that means that you take action immediately. Maybe the danger, the threat is more imminent than the email situation, for example. The reason that this has everything to do with the election is because everybody has been so emotionally invested in one way or the other. And when the news portrayed that we had Biden as president-elect, our first response was that F3 response. That first response was that fight response to want to do something. Many people went on social media. Many people went on social media and acted like complete idiots. If we're all honest with ourselves, I'm sure you saw it too. Many people went on social media and broke down. Many people cried. I saw people praying. I saw people in tears. And then, of course, we saw the other side of the spectrum where there were people celebrating. Whatever your response was to this particular election, I want you to understand that our F3 response is there to help us to protect us. And if we don't understand that it's there to help us and protect us, then we're going to use it against ourselves. When we understand that we were triggered by the election in an F3 response and our first instinct was to fight, and then we understood that we are very limited in capacity as to what it is that we can do. What do you do in a situation like this? So many people believe that what is happening right now is unjust. It is illegal. And there is so much convoluted information coming at us. We don't even know what to believe, who to believe, what is true, what is false. And yet there's so, so much of it. There's so much of it. And what I'm going to recommend is this. If you're one of those people whose initial response, when you saw those headlines of Biden being the president-elect, which we all know was never the case, it was always Trump versus Harris, it's important to filter your time on social media, number one. What does that mean? That means pay very close attention to aimlessly scrolling. Pay very close attention to where you're intentionally going Pay very close attention to those re-forwarded messages that you see on Facebook. Pay very close attention to how you feel in response to the consumption of information that you're taking in every single moment, not only on social media, but the people that we're around. Every time that we turn on the television, the commercials that we start to see, how it starts to influence us, how our physiology starts to change as a result of these things. I want you to pay very close attention to what you think is true and what you think is false. And the way that we do that is not by deciding for ourselves. The way that we do that is by backing it with validity, backing it with sources that are credible, backing it with sources that we feel comfortable standing by. And I think this is very important to say, so I want you to pay close attention because I know that a lot of you are feeling very similar to the way that I'm feeling very similar to this thought process that I've had going on, trying to filter through on my own. But what I want you to pay attention to is this. I paid attention to people like Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, for example. These are two individuals that have hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars and followers and data just being poured in to them. These are not people that spend their time hanging out on social media, retrieving convoluted information. These are what I believe are very credible sources. Here's how I see this playing out, and there's a very good reality that this is how it will play out. We all know this week that the president and his team have gone to the courts and they have filed thousands of different court cases. There's a very good chance that Biden will be elected 
as the next president of the United States. That's a reality. That's something that we need to come to terms with. There's a very good chance that in the weeks, months, or even year to come, because these court cases take a long time, that the voter fraud that the, the Democrats are saying is impossible is going to come to light. If, if you did vote for Biden, I would just encourage you to understand that what we are seeing, the videos that have been surfaced, the, the actual people that have come forward and said that there was wrongdoing, they're not wrong. And because of how much of this there seems to have been, there is a good chance that the numbers are going to be flipped in the direction of the red instead. It's just the truth. So what will happen then? Well, imagine the emotional response if you're a Trump supporter that you had when you saw that Biden headline. That same emotional response from half of the Americans, I'm going to say less than half of the Americans, is going to be exactly the same thing. The only difference is a majority of those people do not have the same F3 response that you do. And I want to applaud you because we're seeing out there in the streets right now, the Republicans that are that are out there showing support for the president and they're doing it in a healthy way. We don't see riots. We don't see looting. We don't see the theft taking place. No, instead, we see true Americans out there who are showing their support. However, when it comes to the F3 response of people that perhaps don't have this same mentality, it is not necessarily going to be fight. It is either going to be freeze or flight. We'll see what takes place when that happens, but I want you to be personally armed with this information now so that you understand every time that you're emotionally triggered because right now we're stuck in this hold of what do I do? What do I do? You're so mad and you have so much emotion and so much truth and vindication. A lot of this is spiritual now. A lot of this is is religious. A lot of this is evil versus versus good. And I, I get it. I do. The worst thing that you can do is to go on social media and to talk about how, how shitty this all is. Those that believe it's shitty, we already know that it's shitty. Those of us who do not believe it's shitty are only going to piss you off some more. There are fighters out there. There are people who do have that same F3 response who are actually going out there and they're fighting. And I do not mean they have their their guns. I mean that they're out there speaking their voices. They're out there doing the research. They're out there sifting through all of these gray areas all over the place. And the best thing that we can do right now is to support those fighters. The best thing that we can do right now is to continue to show up with our support in numbers. Think about it. Think about how different the the crew looked, the crowd looked with these Black Lives Matter supporters and all lives matter. We all know how much bullshit the Black Lives Matter propaganda is. That's all that it was. But just think about that crew, that crowd. Then we have Antifa. And then on the other side of that, think about people who stand behind the thin blue line. Think about our firefighters and our armed service members and what the difference is in the balance with how these two these two crowds react. And if we could have more voices, more people out there showing pride, more patriots out there that are expressing their true beliefs, that are doing it in a way that is healthy, that are doing it in a way that still allows them to have their voices heard, I do believe that this is just going to be the catalyst for something like we've never seen before. 
Before I wrap this up, I want to give you one more piece of advice. Something that I have learned as I've been able to step back emotionally from this election is to just become an observer. How fantastic is it to be able to pay witness to what is going on right now as an observer? Sure, every vote counts. However, your vote is very minute in comparison to the totality of things that are happening right now. And I encourage you to educate yourself. If you do not know how many articles are in the Constitution, that would be a great place to start. And as you continue to educate yourself and you continue to be an observer, you're going to find that all of the junk information is going to fall off and you're going to start to decide things for yourself. You're going to start to come up with ideas on your own. You deserve that. You are an American. You do live in a free country. And it's important that we all start living as free as we can. Know that no matter how difficult things are, I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.